You are listening to a Sunday sermon from St. Thomas Episcopal Church in Bellevue, Washington. We are a community that seeks God's presence, serves Christ in others, and grows together in our faith. Welcome to our podcast. The following sermon was preached on the fourth Sunday of Easter, May 3rd, 2020, by the Reverend Lex Breckenridge, Rector at St. Thomas. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In these strange days, who doesn't feel a lack of things? Who doesn't feel that things are scarce? Even the most cheerful optimist can't be blamed for occasionally feeling like the walls are closing in. We are, after all, living in times like none of us have ever seen or experienced. So if you're feeling a little untethered, if you're feeling a little aimless, a little lost, lost in anxiety about the future, about your health and the health of someone or many someones you love, if you're lost in anxiety about your job or your retirement or your kid's future, if you're lost in anxiety about whether school is ever, going to be, is ever going to reopen because, you know, I'm not equipped for being a substitute teacher for much longer, well, you got a lot of company. Now, we can be forgiven if we find ourselves saying, well, those poor souls on the Titanic had a lot of company as that ship was sinking. It wouldn't be an unusual fault. Lots of folks these days feel lost or feel like their ship is sinking. So I think it's a bit of synchronicity, a grace-filled coincidence, that Jesus shows up this morning to help us reframe those anxious thoughts and about being lost and sinking and all alone. All alone even in the midst of a good-sized crowd that's also feeling lost. If you're feeling lost, listen to the very last sentence of this morning's gospel reading. 
I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Now, we might also be forgiven in these days if our first reaction is that that's just a lot of happy talk. Life may feel anything but abundant right now. When visions of scarcity and lack and deep uncertainty trouble our dreams, abundance seems far away. But you can bet that Jesus isn't talking about an abundance of things, which is where my mind reflexively goes when I hear the word abundant. You know, I think about a cornucopia and all the fruits and vegetables and turkeys pouring out of a horn of plenty. No, that's not what Jesus means at all. Let's unpack the sentence. They, meaning the ones who hear him and follow him, might have life. Not stuff, but life. And have it abundantly. Abundantly is an adverb modifying life. So, it, if it's not an abundance of stuff, what exactly is an abundance of life? Well, speaking for myself, my abundant life has been about relationships. A loving and forgiving spouse and Yes, I've needed forgiveness abundantly, lots and lots of times. Children and grandchildren, friends, old and new, community. A community like the one here that's loved and supported me through plenty of hard times. This St. Thomas community. See, abundant life involves people. It involves relationships. And Jesus uses images his listeners would have understood right away. Images of shepherds and sheepfolds and sheep pens and gates. Images of protection and guidance and safety and security. Images of acceptance and love. That gate, Jesus, stands between the beloved sheep and the thieves and the bandits who want to harm the sheep. His listeners would have gotten that right away. Sheep without a shepherd. They would have understood that too. Wandering, aimless, anxious, unprotected. At risk and lost in a hostile world. But there's more to the image of the shepherd and sheep and gate and safe harbor. The good shepherd knows his sheep and he calls his sheep by name. And he's confident that they won't follow anyone but the good shepherd. The sheep knows the shepherd's voice. The sheep won't listen to the thieves and the bandits. They won't listen to the voices of temptation that want to draw them away from the good shepherd. The voices of, of lack and scarcity know there's not enough. And why is that? Why so much confidence does Jesus put in a bunch of dumb sheep? And it all goes back to relationships. The relationship between the sheep and the shepherd. The good shepherd reminds the sheep that they know him, that they've trusted him, that they can continue to trust him. And he trusts them to know the difference between cheap hope and authentic hope. He trusts them to know the difference between real, authentic, abundant life. And, you know, the cheap and easy substitutes, the stuff, the toys, the games we play, the toxic relationships that in the end rob us of abundant life. 
He promises to lead and he trusts them to follow. Now, sheep being sheep are prone to wander, prone to leave the God I love, as one of my favorite old hymns puts it. The shepherd gets that, and the shepherd goes a long way to find the lost sheep. In another image Jesus tells about himself, he reminds his listeners that the shepherd searches day and night for the one lost sheep when the remaining 99 are home safe in the sheep pen. See, it's all about relationships, you see. Now, there's a through line to all of our preaching here at St. Thomas in this Easter tide. On Easter morning, we were reminded that when we're weary and feeling small, there's a bridge, a bridge over troubled water. And that bridge is Jesus, the resurrected Christ. And then we were reminded that in the midst of our, all our doubting and fear and anxiety about the unknown, Jesus appears, appears through a locked and closed door in a room. And he appears with wounds in his hands and wounds in his side. But he's here. He's present. He's alive. Wounded and beaten as he was, yet fully present and vital and alive. And then last week, the hidden Jesus, who appeared to the two grieving travelers when they least expected him, but when they most wanted him. Jesus, present and alive. And now this morning, you know, I know that there are some of you who are bone tired. Some of you who aren't sure whether you can stand anymore. I know there are some of you who are worried about whether there will be enough. Enough for you, enough for your family, enough for the ones you love. I know there are some of you for whom the stress of going to QFC or even Bartels is just getting to be too much to bear. To all of you and to me, Jesus is saying, you are in it with me. I'm in it with you. Together, together we will make it. It's this life, it's this abundant life that Jesus offers us. And he has the confidence, confidence in us to hear him and to follow. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. And my cup overflows. It turns out there actually is a cornucopia after all. A real horn of plenty. And we're invited to gather around just as innocent children gather around the Thanksgiving table. Protected and fed and loved by the good shepherd. The one who gives us our daily bread. And who invites us to share bread with each other. You know, another one of my favorite hymns is The King of Love. It's number 645 if you have a hymnal at home. I know you're familiar with it. It's just, it's, it's beautiful. Play underneath here. The King of Love, my shepherd is, whose goodness faileth never. 
I nothing lack if I am his, and he is mine forever. Where streams of living water flow, my ransomed soul he leadeth. Where the verdant pastures grow with food celestial feedeth. Perverse and foolish, oft I stray, and yet in love he sought me, and on his shoulder gently lay. Home rejoicing brought me. For more information about St. Thomas Episcopal Church, please visit our website, www.stthomasmedina.org. That's www.stthomasmedina.org.